in my college years, the affairs that I was having was due to the affairs that I witnessed in organized crime. In organized crime, there was infidelities, adulteries, cheating, extramarital affairs, extramarital sex, romantic affairs, casual affairs, emotional affairs, cyber and online affairs, sanctioned affairs, whether that was through group sex and two people sex, and people being unfaithful in relationships. And the romantic affairs, extramarital affairs, and online affairs I was having in college was because in organized crime there was um, eyewitness romantic affairs, open marriage and open relationships, swinging, dating, polyamory, sex with one's non-partnery partners, menage trois, group sex, two people sex. I witness all those things in organized crime. All those things outside of organized crime in terms of the open marriage, open relationship, swinging, dating, polyamory, sex with one's non-partner partner, group sex, menage a trois are all good. But within organized crime, they're all bad. So within organized crime, I witnessed their version of platonic love, romantic friendships were all bad, but outside of organized crime, they're all good. So now you fully understand why, unfortunately, because I was unhealed, I organized crime and the organized crime affairs was it subconsciously taught me to recklessly soil my um, soil my royal oats meaning to try to have as many sexual partners as I can and to take all the sexual opportunities presented to me I did all those things subconsciously but I hated all those things consciously and still do. I'm a sex positive person. I'm a sex positive person that also values um, picking partners wisely alongside having healthy sex with the right partners as well. I value safer sex for myself. Um, With any form of birth control, whether it's a pill 
or a pro or 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 a manufactured product that keeps my wrist extremely low. So I wanted to be honest about that part of my life and say um, I'm not glorifying anything. I'm just telling you where it all came from. And I was taught to only experience intimacy through sex as a male and that outside of sex, there was no true intimacy. I was taught those toxic masculinity lies also. Unfortunately. There's more about my old, against my will, life and organized crime that needs to be talked about. So the signs of drug production that I saw were People entering and exiting the structure at strange times or while carrying odd-looking equipment. Occupants are unfriendly and secretive about their activities. Visible items associated with drug manufacturing like ammonia, drain cleaner, hydrochloric or sulfuric acid, lithium, ephedrine slash pseudo- ephedrine, etc. Blacked out windows, strange or chemical-like odors. Occupants and visitors are seen exchanging items, especially cash and small packaged goods, drugs or drug paraphernalia in the area, rolling paper slash wrappers, W-R-A-P-P-E-R-S Needles, medication containers, etc. Frequent visitors at all times of the day or night who only stay for a few minutes or maybe longer than that. Repeated flickering of cigarette lighters, cigar lighters, pipe lighters. Individuals loitering around the area's lookouts. People who keep watch for police in the area of the drug house and alert occupants of the house should law enforcement come near I saw the users with slurred speech erratic physical movements inability to articulate clear thoughts even stand upright and scratch themselves intently coming off as inexplicably irritable and didn't even sleep for days along with slow breathing unconsciousness and to some extent death That's how to spot the drug activity production, which I indeed saw in person. Within organized crime, um, I saw mental breakdowns, mental disabilities, mental diseases, mental health conditions, mental illnesses, nervous breakdowns, 
psychiatric disabilities, psychiatric disorders, psychological disabilities, psychological disorders, agitation, anxiety, depression, mania, paranoia, psychosis, all of the anxiety disorders, all of the eating disorders, all of the mood disorders, all of the personality disorders, all of the psychiatric disorders, all the substance use disorders, and some of them I saw take antidepressants, antipsychotics, anxiolytics, 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 mood stabilizers, mood stabilizers and stimulants, and some refuse to take antidepressants, antipsychotics, anxiolytics, mood stabilizers and stimulants and I saw all the traits of all of the personality disorders in particular too. I saw all of the social skills disorders too and all the traits going along with that. I saw cognitive impairment, social problems and suicide. Um, And um, in the world of organized crime, I noticed that the male, the men criminals who are afraid of me, suffered from hematidrosis. H-E-M-A-T-I-D-R-O-S-I-S. And this is what I saw when it came to those male criminals who were afraid of me. They were filled with so much fear of me that they sweated blood from their skin. It usually happened on or around their faces, but their skins... Were, the, were lining the insides of their bodies too, like in their noses, mouths, and stomachs. And the skins around their bloody area did swell um, temporarily. So they were sweating blood from their skins. They, and they were crying tears of blood. Um, they were suffering from hemolacria. H-E-M-O-L-A-C-R-I-A. And they were bleeding from the ears as well, which is called blood autoria. And their hematidrosis looked like blood, bloody sweat, and sweat with droplets of blood in it, sweating different colors, yellow, blue, green, black, is a different condition that they s- suffered from called chrome hydrosis. That's how fearful they were of me. And their tiny blood vessels in, the, in their skins broke open. The blood inside them got squeezed out through sweat glands and there were unusual little pockets within the structure of their skin. It it collected the blood and let it leak into follicles where the hair grows and or onto the skin surface and 
They also had bleeding disorders, high blood pressure, and both were aggravated the most whenever they encountered me because they were that fearful of me. It was due to their extreme distress of me, their fear of me. They were scared of facing death, torture, and severe ongoing abuse by me. And again, they were sweating blood. All this happened when I was five years old. In organized crime, um, I remember that There were some drug dealers that did rip off their customers by overcharging them and by providing them with less than the purchase amount. And some drug dealers did defraud their customers, especially strangers, people who don't have enough money on hand to purchase drugs people who are not aware of current market rates, people they find offensive, people are less likely to retaliate, first time or regular customers and people who are addicted to drugs. I saw that happen quite often. Um, I remember selling sedatives and medications within the cottage drug dealing industry when I was five. And I remember selling fentanyl to people when I was five. I remember selling pills that did contain potentially deadly uh, substances. Some of the drug dealers were wearing garish clothes and were, and were very open about what they are and what they do. And some of the drug dealers were much more discreet and they sadly blended in very well. Some of the drug dealers had regular day jobs, some did not. Some came from stable homes, many did not. Some had a loving family and many did not. Some didn't even do drugs themselves, some, and some did. And some were solely, were in the business of the significant profits they could make. And some were, did it involuntarily, people like me. And they tended to be predatory and immoral. And at the same time, because they lived a double life, many people had positive perceptions of them. 
the ones who did drugs, the ones who did not. Some of the drug dealers did live and work right alongside law-abiding people, and many drug dealers lived and worked right alongside non-law-abiding people. Some of the drug dealers were uneducated, some were educated, some were heavily tattooed, some were not. Some had a well-known criminal record, and some did not. And they were cruel, but because they lived a double life, many people saw them as decent people. Um, I just wanted to be honest about that. You know, organized crime, um, I'm going to give y'all new information. Um, I noticed some male criminals were so afraid of me they had goosebumps, which happened when they got, when they were cold. Their expression about fear regarding me making their hair stand up referred to the physical response. They had, in addition to increasing the heart rate and breathing, adrenaline can also increase sweating and sometimes chills, which happen to them. The chills happen to them because their hormones stimulated muscle contraction, including the tiny muscles that surround their hair follicles. So they had chills or increased sweating. They had butterflies, upset stomach, or nausea regarding me. The body produces cortisol in response to fear or stress. This Hormone inhibits insulin production, so the muscles have immediate energy. After the frightening situation is over, the hormone balance returns to normal. This one reason many people feel butterflies, upset stomach, sometimes nausea and afraid. They all had the they all suffer from chills, increased sweating, goosebumps, butterflies, upset stomachs, and nausea regarding me because they were that afraid of me. And they also suffered from trembling when it came to me. The hormones released when afraid work together to increase the muscle's blood flow. Sometimes the muscles tremble while afraid and for a short time afterward. And because of me there and their fear of me, they had shortness of breath. Long can increase in heart rate. People breathe at a faster rate when experiencing fear. Sometimes this may result in feeling a shortness of breath. When feeling afraid or frightened, people breathe at a faster rhythm. Researchers at Northwestern University found this results in lower proportion of time spent inhaling, which may prepare the brain for quick action. That is what happened to them. So they suffered from increased heart rate, faster breathing, shortness of breath, butterflies, or digestive changes, sweating and chills, trembling muscles because of me. They also suffered from panic disorders, social anxiety disorders, situation-specific fears, and post-traumatic stress uh, disorder, PTSD, all because of me. That is how fearful they were of me. And they suffer from change in heart rate. In response to frightening situations, the body releases adrenaline, which triggers the body for action. The heart rate and breath rate increase in proportion to the level of perceived threat. That's what happened to them regarding me.
Here are all the things I witnessed at here are all the things that I witnessed regarding crime scenes when I was five years old. I witnessed injuries, gunshot residue, arson, exhibit bags, clothing, DNA, lip and ear prints, vehicles, chemicals, computer records, phone records, photographs, powder, tool marks, paint, broken glass, drugs, Footprints, bodies, weapons, semen, blood, indented writing, fibers, F-I-B-R-E-S, hairs, shoe marks, fingerprints, CSI tapes, suspects, photographers, police officers, victims, witnesses, SCI, police cordons, FBI agents, CIA agents. And uh, cell phone messages as well. I even witnessed females um, come, C-U-M, at the crime scene as well. And I witnessed human waste. I witnessed... Uh, feces, which means shit. I witnessed urine, which means pissed. Piss, P-I-S-S. I witnessed vomit, which means puking, throwing up. Um, I witnessed saliva, spit. And I witnessed sweat and blood. Those are all the things I saw. I witnessed alcohol, paraphernalia, drug paraphernalia, Adult entertainment material, paraphernalia, uh, tapes, CDs, and recordings all at these crime scenes that I witnessed. I witnessed tobacco smoking products, paraphernalia, and marijuana paraphernalia. Um, Prescription drugs, hardcore drugs, paraphernalia also.